Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hi everyone, Sandman here. Today's video is brought to you by a donation from Anton, and here's what he has to say. Sandman, this is Anton McDowell, and I'm a guest writer at Return of Kings, who focuses on MGTOW issues. There's been a lot of talk in both the MGTOW and PUA game circles about feminists' diehard opposition to prostitution. After thinking about the economics of prostitution, I came up with a theory. For most goods and services, as demand increases, so does the price, which curbs further increase in demand. This is called negative feedback. However, in countries like Germany where prostitution was legalized, the price slowly dropped over time. In a country where prostitution is illegal, beta males who haven't achieved their full career potential often go without their sexual desires being fulfilled, which makes them easy marks for marriage-minded women once they become rich enough. In a country with legal prostitution, men will see a hooker early on, and thus eventually become accustomed to the ease of it rather than developing any kind of game, alpha or beta provider. Over time, the women who are counting on husbands to save them from such things as student loans or worthless degrees find that they have few options and become hookers themselves in some cases. Since the ratio of johns to hookers is probably in the neighborhood of 40 to 1 or higher, a small increase in hookers will affect the supply much more than an increase in johns will affect the demand, so prices will fall. As prices fall, hookers will see more clients, which drives up the supply even more, and pulls more men out of the marriage market. This is known as a positive feedback. A shift in the market leads to a bigger shift in the same direction. And I suspect this is why many feminists fight decriminalization so much. Without natural barriers such as STDs to curb prostitution, it could grow almost without limit in a free market economy if artificial constraints weren't put in place. What are your thoughts? Thank you. Well, Anton, your analysis is completely right, as a small increase in the number of women willing to sell their bodies on the market will dramatically reduce the price. I remember reading stories about one woman in Germany that was willing to sell herself for a Big Mac at McDonald's. Apparently, that's how saturated the brothel marketplace is in Germany. The thing to remember about Germany is that there aren't simply German women working in the market, but also women from all over Europe. And many beautiful Eastern European women come to Germany to participate in the sex trade. So that drives down the prices further than in, say, places like North America, where selling sexual services is about a more fairly balanced market. Think of it this way. If you're the German citizen and you're pro-German, then do you really want German women selling their bodies on the street? Or would it make more sense to bring in foreign labor into your country and have them fulfill that particular duty? I'd be willing to bet that in places like Germany, about 80-90% to 90 of the women living off of prostitution aren't even Germans. And with regards to the United States, I'm sure there are oodles of lower-income women that are hoping for men to save them from their student debt loans. But you also have to remember that in most of Europe, university educations are heavily subsidized by the government. And in some cases, people get completely free educations living in Europe. So women there finish school without debt in many cases. 
So if we compare the United States to Germany, we're actually comparing apples to oranges when it comes to female school debt. Now, sexually deprived beta males are an easy mark in countries where prostitution is illegal. Here in Canada, there will certainly be a negative feedback loop as the conservative government plans to introduce the Scandinavian model of prostitution here later this year. The risk for Johns will become prohibitively expensive, so prostitutes may charge more because there'll be less of them, and there will probably be some sort of security fee to pay for the protection of the Johns. Who knows, maybe the cops will set up their own safe house brothels to make money on the side. But I suspect the Canadian prostitutes will increasingly enter the United States and sell their bodies there, and thus create a slight positive feedback loop in the United States. Nothing noticeable by most people, but possibly a 10 to 20% drop in the cost of prostitution in the United States. And many of the sex workers in Canada will probably switch over to less risky activities, like working in strip clubs and massage parlors. But those activities don't pay as well as hooking, and as a result, those markets will become saturated. And the strip club business already has been going down since the internet allows people to look at full-screen videos of women at the comfort and safety of home. And once I remember reading that Napoleon Bonaparte introduced state-controlled legal brothels in France when he took power. And that did the trick in France for almost 150 years. The prices were low, and there was a positive feedback loop. Maybe that's why they made Napoleon the Emperor of France. Maybe he saw women as the makers of men, and that was their chief function in life. And maybe that's why they made him Emperor. During the Second World War, Hitler created sex dolls and planned to send them to his troops in France because they were getting syphilis from French prostitutes. So prostitutes were probably the key to the French resistance in the Second World War. Just imagine Hitler's to-do list in 1939. Invade Poland. Check. Invade France. Check. Send sex dolls to France. Check. If Hitler had real dolls, then he might have actually been able to win the Second World War. Who knows? Or maybe it was even Eva Braun who nagged him enough to enter into the war with the Soviet Union, instead of learning from Napoleon's lesson. And who knows, maybe Napoleon made that same mistake after spending some time with his own wife. Or maybe the truth is that the Russians read Sun Tzu and were smart enough to make their enemies think that they were weak. And then when Germany and France invaded, only then did they see the true strength of Mother Russia. In the case of Germany, the patriarchal fatherland got defeated by the Russian motherland. So much for patriarchal oppression. Another interesting thing I haven't spoken about on this channel before are gigolos. I've often spoken about men buying sexual services from women in the past, but what about women buying sexual services from men? Earlier today, someone sent me a video about Italy's most popular gigolo, and I'm putting a link to that video in the description below. This video made me think about the idea that now that women are getting empowered more and more, they might start paying for sexual services from men. And this trend certainly exists in Japan, and it might be spreading elsewhere. I've also heard about British women paying for sex when they go out on vacation. With regards to Italy's most famous gigolo, Roberto Dolce, he's a heterosexual man in his 40s, and apparently specializes in charging women to take their virginity. And I often wonder if he's charging him a premium for taking their virginity. We've come a long way since Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, no pun intended. But seriously, Roberto Dolce is like the Al Capone of sex workers in Italy. The government won't allow him to declare his income as a gigolo because they don't have a designation code for the services that he provides. Because they probably don't want to have to pay him a pension based on his earnings. But they still want him to pay tax and send him out a $70,000 tax bill in the mail. 
And if you do end up watching this particular video that I've added in the description, look at the specs of dirt on the camera lens. As a videographer, I could see those and they distracted me quite a bit. Also, don't judge Roberto for driving a Mercedes station wagon. Remember, it's harder to have sex in a Ferrari than it is in a station wagon. Anyways, prostitution is now decriminalized in Italy, but the government won't recognize the income from it. With regards to prostitution being in a positive or negative feedback loop in many Western nations, whenever one country changes the laws and criminalizes the sale or purchase of sexual services, the workers will often migrate to another jurisdiction. It will all depend on the marketplace. The thing about escorts and hookers is they tend to travel quite a bit. Canadian prostitutes and escorts often work in the United States and then they come home. And American escorts come up here quite often as well. But what happens if Canada's law starts charging the Johns up here? Well, then the Johns will head to Cuba for a week of vacation and sex with the locals if they're Canadian. That's probably the most predictable outcome. But if the United States introduced criminalization of Johns and prostitutes, then I'm sure many women in the business would start flooding onto the internet and starting cam sites. Wait until we have Oculus Rift, cam porn. That market will be worth a fortune, and Facebook owns the technology. I still can't get over that fact. So maybe in the future, Facebook will be booked with the task of saving women from their irresponsible student loans. But I doubt that, as Facebook is not willing to share any of the advertising revenue that it receives from people posting comments and content on Facebook. At least here on YouTube and Google, they're willing to pay people for producing content. In my opinion, Facebook has become a little bit too greedy. Anyways, with regards to Canada, more Johns will probably be heading to Havana, Cuba for sex vacations when it becomes criminal here to be a John. A week-long vacation in Cuba with your choice of women would probably cost you $1,000, or roughly the same cost of getting caught in Toronto by the police. And I'm assuming that the fines for Johns would be around $1,000 or more. Some of you think that supporting prostitution goes against men going their own way but I see it as a way for blue pill men to free themselves from the gynocentric tyranny of their wives and increase their likelihood of becoming red pill men. Well, that's all I've got to say for today. I have one shout out for Terence Pop at Redonculus.com. His latest video is the funniest one that I've seen yet, and I suggest you go over to his YouTube page and take a look, and I'm even adding a link to it in the description below. The video is called Dick by the Foot. Again, that's it for today. Thank you, Anton, for your donation. And anyone who hasn't heard of Return of Kings, I suggest you take a look at their website. I'm also putting that website link in the description below. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.